The torpor of early morning was shattered by the cries of children. They're here! They're here! In his workshop, Joachim was already at work. He exchanged glances with his assistant, Lysanias, but did not let himself be distracted by the noise. In a single movement, they lifted the cedar beam and placed it on the workbench. Groaning, Lysanias massaged his lower back. He was too old for this heavy work, so old that no one, not even he himself, could remember when exactly he had been born, in a village somewhere far away in Samaria. But Joachim had been working with him forever and could not imagine replacing him with a young apprentice. It was Lysanias, as much as his own father, who had taught him the trade of carpentry. Together, they had made more than a hundred roofs in the villages around Nazareth. Several times their skills had been demanded from as far away as Sepphoris. They heard footsteps in the courtyard as the cries of the children still echoed around the walls of the village. Hannah stopped in the doorway of the workshop. The morning sun cast her shadow across the floor as far as their feet. They've arrived, she said. The words were unnecessary, she knew, but she had to say them to give an outlet to her fear and anger. Joachim sighed. I heard. There was no need to say more. Everyone in the village knew what was happening. The tax collectors of the Sanhedrin had entered Nazareth. For days now they had been going from village to village in Galilee, and the news of their coming had preceded them like the rumor of a plague. Each time they left a village, the rumor grew. It was as if they were devouring everything in their path, like the locusts inflicted on Pharaoh's Egypt by the wrath of Yahweh. Old Lysanias sat down on a wooden block and shook his head. We should stop yielding to those vultures. We must let God decide who to punish, them or us. Joachim ran his hand over his chin and scratched his short beard. The previous evening, the men of the village had gathered to give vent to their fury. Like Lysanias, several of them had decided they would give nothing more to the tax collectors. No grain, no money, no objects. Let each person step forward empty-handed and say, go away. But Joachim knew these were just words. The hopeless dreams of angry men. The dreams would fade, and so would their courage, as soon as they had to face reality. The tax collectors never came to plunder the villages without the help of Herod's mercenaries. You might be able to present yourself to the tax collectors empty-handed. But anger could do nothing against spears and swords. You would simply provoke a massacre, or drive home your own powerlessness and humiliation. The neighborhood children stopped outside the workshop and surrounded Hannah, their eyes bright with excitement. They're in old Huldah's house, they cried. Lysanias stood up, his lips trembling. What can they possibly hope to find at Holder's? She doesn't have anything. Everyone in Nazareth knew how close Hulda and Lysanias were. If it had not been for tradition, which forbade Samaritan men to marry Galilean women, or even to live under the same roof, they would have become husband and wife a long time ago. Joachim stood up and carefully tucked the ends of his tunic into his belt. I'll go, he said to Lysanias. You stay here with Hannah. Hannah and the children stood aside to let him pass. No sooner was he outside than he was startled to hear Miriam's clear voice. I'll go with you, father. Hannah immediately protested. 
This was no place for a young girl. Joachim was about to agree with her, but Miriam's determined expression dissuaded him. His daughter was not like other girls. There was something stronger, more mature about her, braver and more rebellious, too. The fact was, her presence always made him happy, a fact so obvious that Hannah never failed to make fun of him for it. Was he one of those fathers besotted with their daughters? Perhaps. If so, where was the harm in it? He smiled at Miriam and gestured to her to walk beside him. Hulda's house was one of the first you came to as you entered Nazareth from the direction of Sepphoris. By the time Miriam and Joachim arrived, half the men in the village had gathered outside it. About twenty mercenaries in leather tunics stood a little way along the road, guarding the tax collector's horses and the mule-drawn carts. Joachim counted four carts. These vultures from the Sanhedrin were aiming high if they hoped to fill them. Another group of mercenaries, under a Roman officer, were lined up in front of old Hulda's house, holding spears and swords, all with an air of indifference. Joachim and Miriam did not see the tax collectors immediately. They were inside the tiny house. Suddenly, they heard Hulda's voice, a hoarse cry that split the air. There was a scramble in the doorway, and out they came. There were three of them. They had hard mouths and the kind of arrogant expression in their eyes that power confers on people. Their black tunics swept the ground. The linen veils covering their skullcaps were black, too, and concealed most of their faces apart from their dark beards.